qui absit gloriari nisi in cruce Domini nostri Jesu Christi. Far be it for me to glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Normally, we try not to preach on weekdays, but Father Christopher is here, and he's come to the end of his retreat, and it is the feast of the patron saint of parish priests. And so I am bound by fraternal charity to say something, at least for dear Father Christopher. There are two masses in effect for St. Jean-Marie Vianney. Uh, one given in the usual place in the Missal, and the other given among the masses pro aliquibus locis, the masses celebrated in certain places. This mass given in the back of the Missal to be celebrated in certain places presents us with a portrait, spiritual portrait, of the parish priest. In fact, any priest laboring in the vineyard of the Lord will find in these texts a kind of mirror. The intro that opens with the words of the Apostle Paul, but the Church, with her customary freedom in the Holy Ghost, takes these words of St. Paul and places them in the mouth of the saint of the day, St. Jean-Marie Vianney, in such wise that on the very threshold of today's Holy Mass, we are listening to St. Jean-Marie Vianney. And what does he say? The dear little man. I can almost picture him. Far be it for me to glory in anything save the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, where and when in the life of the priest is the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ made present efficaciously really in all the fullness of its power when the priest stands at the altar to offer the holy sacrifice Saint Jean Vianney is saying in effect in this intro far be it from me to glory in anything save in the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Saint Jean Vianney represents what we called in England and Ireland the massing priest, the sacrificing priest, the priest utterly convinced that what he does at the altar makes present the sacrifice of the cross. 
And then St. Jean Vianney adds this, per quem by which mihi mundus crucifixus est, et ego mundo, by which the world is crucified for me, nailed to the tree, and I crucified, that means dead, dead to the world. We use this curious expression, the secular priest. I find that very odd indeed. In the light of what St. Jean Vianney sings to us, preaches to us in this intro, he describes himself as one for whom the world is a dead thing and as a man dead to the world. I should like to say something about the collect, but I'll leave that to your own meditation and pass straight away to the gradual. The gradual is a sentonization today. It's a kind of mixing and matching, a juxtaposing of texts taken from different places in sacred scripture. And so in the first part of the gradual, again, it's St. Jean Vianney who speaks. And what does he say? Eutavit corneum verbum bonum. There bubbles up from my heart a good word. This is the word of uh, that seed of which our Lord spoke in the Gospel parable. This is an allusion to the preaching of St. Jean-Marie Vianney. He didn't have much of a voice for preaching. He had a rather weak, broken voice. And people had to strain forward to hear him. At the end of his life, he preached in a kind of whisper. Sometimes he was reduced to pointing to the tabernacle and saying, Il est là, il est là, he's there, he's there. John preached not with the eloquence and sophistication of those whom the world judges skilled orators. John's preaching came from another place. The gradual speaks of this too. Concaluit corneum intrame. My heart was set ablaze within me. Et in meditatione mea exardeshet inis, and in my meditation there blazed up a fire. It's said of St. Jean-Marie Vianney that he rose very early in the night, really, not very early in the morning, but rather towards the end of night. And taking his lantern, he would make his way to the church and take his station before the tabernacle. There you have the secret of 
the incendiary preaching of this dear little man. He took fire from the Fornax Ardens Caritatis. He took fire from that furnace of burning love that is the heart of Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. The Alleluia verse compares St. Jean-Marie Vianney to the prophet Elijah, saying, Surexit quasi inis, he arose like a fire. Et verbum ipsius quasi facula ardebat. Who is this man who speaks really in flames? Who is this man who sets ablaze a whole parish with the love, as he used to put it, the love of the good God, l'amour du bon Dieu? The offertory, again, is in the mouth of our saint. I rejoice in sufferings and make up in my life for what is lacking in the passion of Christ. In my flesh, I complete what is lacking in the sufferings of the immolated lamb. The priest, as a member of the mystical body of Christ, contributes his little part to the sufferings of the head. For the sake of his body, which is the church, pro corpore eius quod est ecclesia, Cuius fatus sum ego minister, of which I have been made the servant. The servant. I find it extraordinary that we should be given this text at the offertory of the Mass. It puts the priest in mind of that other side of his massing priesthood. He is to be not only the sacrificing priest but the immolated victim. The immolated victim. When the priest takes the host from the pattern and places it on the corporal, he's placing himself there. It's a very Benedictine gesture in the sense that St. Benedict associates the oblation of a child given to the monastery by his parents with a view to becoming a monk, he has that child's little hand wrapped in the corporal so that the child is completely identified with the victim Christ. Something similar happens in the offertory of every Mass when the priest with his own hand places the host on the corporal. He's placing himself there. Communion antiphon. Multitudo languensium, qui vexabantur aspiritibus imundis, 
the description really of any parish today. Of any parish today. The multitude of those suffering and troubled by unclean spirits. Came to Jesus. Quia virtus divine strength, force, de illo exibat, came forth from him at sanabat omnes. One has to take this communion antiphon in its proper context. I'm so happy that Brother Hildebrand sings the psalm verses between the repetition of the communion antiphon because it allows us to hear the communion antiphon as the church intends it to be sung and heard. That is to say, during the actual distribution of the body of Christ to the faithful. Only in that context can we begin to understand what the church would have us understand in any given communion antiphon. And so here... We see Jean Vianney distributing the sacred body of Christ to the multitude of suffering and sin-sick and weary souls. They would have made their way to his confessional before making their way to the holy table. And what happens when Jean Vianney with his own hand places the sacred host on the tongue of the communicants. Veniebant ad Jesum, coming to Jesus, they experience that this virtus, this divine healing power goes forth from his Eucharistic body today, even as it went forth from that same body, during his earthly ministry. This is where the parish priest most effectively exercises his gift of healing souls when he feeds them with the body of Christ. When he feeds them with the body of Christ. Virtus de illo exibat et sanabat omnes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.